What's going on, everybody? Mike here with another episode of the Turntable Teachers. Class is back in session. Hope everyone's doing great uh, and had a nice Thanksgiving. This episode is my first Boston Local Artist Roundup, which I know I've been teasing and talking about for quite some time, and I'm really excited to finally get a chance to do this. Uh, This is actually going to be a really great episode. I'm really excited for it. A two-part here where I'm just going to, you know, fly, rattle off some some songs that I've been bumping lately from uh, the Boston music scene, which, you know, if you're not from Boston or if you are, is very underrated and these nine tracks, I know nine's a weird number. I, I couldn't get it to 10. I'm sorry. I don't want to be inauthentic and just throw in a 10th. But uh, these nine songs that I'm going to be talking to you guys about today, I'm um, really, really vibing with, really having a lot of heavy rotation in my playlists and just in my overall listening sessions. So I'm uh, really excited to share these with you guys. Uh, some of these guys have been on the show already and some have not. And some are just, I'm just things, like I said, that I've been listening to lately. And over the course of the last few months, um, once we've really been trying to hone in on the Boston music scene, a couple of big announcements, actually. So the first thing I want to drop is uh, we have a very special guest on the second half of this episode. And I think you guys, if you think back to the, uh, the Dreamville episode, uh, maybe a hint potentially of who's coming on the show. And I'm really excited for the second half of this, this episode. It's, pre- it's pretty funny. So I uh, can't wait for that. Another uh, big, big announcement we have is we are opening a the very first and obviously only Turntable Teachers Podcast Studio. It is opening up in North Andover and in 2020, and uh, I'm really excited for that, and I can't wait to build it and uh, you know get people in there, and just so be on the lookout for that. It's going to be big. Uh, so anybody on the North Shore, any artists especially in that area, and in particular up on even the Merrimack Valley, that hear this or anybody that knows any artists reach out to me would love to uh sit down with some more artists from massachusetts so again a lot of really big things coming for us coming up on a thousand followers i mean if you've been with us from the start first of all thank you guys so much for everybody that's bought merch lately uh that did the merch draw when we had our first merch drop or our second even from around the black friday cyber monday time and anybody that's just and just been following and listening to our stuff we we really appreciate it over here been pretty humbling experience to and and great feedback and we want to continue to you know gather feedback of of how you guys feel about the show and any any submissions from you guys just throw us throw it in the dms on instagram that's at turntable teachers and like i said anybody local in boston greater boston that that want to connect and uh you know potentially chop it up i've been i just like i said whether it's from Beliefs to just most recently Zafir, 13 p.m., Washi, Charlie Gendron. Like, we've had a lot of awesome people on this show already, and we just want to continue the catalog. So, uh, yeah, like I said, thank you to everybody that's been vibing with us, and we're trying to rep Boston just as much as these artists are. And uh, speaking of which, we're going to rattle off some, some tracks I've been really bumping lately, some of which might not be a surprise to you guys. I've already either talked about or had them on or maybe even posted on Instagram. Uh, this first one, I actually did up for a write-up a couple of Wednesdays back, I want to say. Maybe right now, it's almost probably two months. This is a track called Rap Scallions by EMS. Now, if you're a fan of old-school lyrical boom-bap uh, hip-hop, look no further. I mean, these guys are, like, beyond legit. EMS is comprised of M.Dot, uh, Revo, and Core. I, I, I think it's Core. I want to pronounce it correctly. If I am mispronouncing that, I apologize. I came on to M Dot right when I had B Leafs on, because he was on B Leafs B Leafs's project. That was that interview was back in July. I was really impressed with some of his flow patterns and his rhymes. He kind of just comes in right out the gate on this track, kicks it off with some really confident and tough flows, mixing in some like cool double times at the end. And he's got a really cool like line that he uh, kind of ends the song with called as soon as uh, he goes or, uh, as soon as I started my flow with the art of a poet shred a beat till there's particles floating. So I really really enjoyed that line a lot. And I just thought that uh, yeah, M Dot really kicked it off with the 
with the beat um, being such a just a classic boom bap sound with like a really slick drum line a nice hi-hat combo oh and there's an insanely catchy vocal sample in here i mean my god like super ear grabbing and even the hook as well super ear grabbing but anyway i'll get to that in just a second but with m dot starting the song rough really really strong it was a nice call back to him on what i've already heard you know you can just tell right away that there's a lot of chemistry with these three guys that you know one doesn't seem like they're necessarily above the other two um they're all kind of very equal and they all really have like i said a really solid chemistry and they kind of just flow seamlessly into the track like each of each of them they kind of just they kind of go in and out of each other's verses like really really nicely and even think uh, if i'm not mistaken there's a part at the very end where revo and 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 M-Dot kind of keep like kind of trade bars back and forth, which is like a really cool, cool uh, spot in this track. But anyway, so I thought it just kicked off super nicely with M-Dot. Like I said, just really great boom bap beat. And like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for vocal samples. Anybody that's heard this show and been, you know, messing with us for a while knows that I love vocal samples. So just the fact that there was a really cool vocal sample in here and then they, and they cut it off at the right time too and kind of chopped it up and brought it back. I, I oh, just so infatuated with this and, and being an old school hip-hop fan just a track that I really really enjoyed right out the gate uh, from these guys and then uh, the second verse uh, uh, Rev comes in and my god man so it's funny I had a back and forth with Rev Rev has a cadence of a voice that really reminds me of Big Pun and, he, and it's funny because he says that he's actually gotten that before before I even said it i was just like oh you know i was like dude i'm not even lying like you sound like the big pun when i was you know kind of dming him back and forth on instagram and he's like dude he's like you're not the first person that said that which doesn't surprise me at all but it does at the same time so it's, it's cool that I, I was able to catch up on that uh you know even without even knowing that people had said that before and uh he did tell me he's from new york so that's kind of, I guess that makes sense, that comparison. So he's technically from New York, but rep in Boston right now. So you know, even though you're not really from New York, bro, like we'll, we'll, we'll treat just one of our own now. Uh, no, no worries about that. Anyway, yeah, so he has just some really great bars as well. And like I said, his cadence, he commands, MDOT and, and Rev, you can just tell right away, they command your attention. And even though the beat has some really intricate parts of it that you can really kind of get down with and, and, and that can grab your attention these guys are like yeah we know our beats dope but we're gonna be the forefront of this we're not just gonna like blend in with the beat we're gonna contrast it and stand out from it and so i really loved that and then core adds nothing but like an energetic and clean flow like some tongue-in-cheek lyricism that i really enjoyed and just really ties this whole thing together these three guys like i said they have such good chemistry and it's hard to find with rap uh, with rap groups lately, I feel like so very big kudos to EMS. I can't wait to hear what you know what else these guys have in store going forward. And Rap Scallions is a really strong output from them. So if this is you know just a preview of what we can hear from them coming forward, I, I think we're in for some really really good old school sounding hip hop. So that was my first track. Really enjoyed it. Uh, second track I have here is a recurring artist that we've had on the show shout out my boy washi who i just recently went to ryan caraveo with that show was freaking awesome if you y'all don't know who ryan caraveo is get on it now he is the truth he's a really great r&b artist i'm sure washi's going to come on really soon and he and i will chop it up and uh discuss that definitely do a show and tell with him and, and obviously maybe talk to him about what he's been up to since he's been on the show uh, of course he was one of he's our guest speaker i think it was maybe three I don't remember, but you know, he, he headlines our episode, whichever one find it. It was back from like September. Anyway, so he dropped a new freestyle called Far From Home, kind of a preview to his upcoming album that is apparently going to be releasing at the end of the year, early 2020. Uh, so can't wait to hear what he has in store for us there. This one is just about two minutes long, but it, it it's definitely packs a nice punch. Has a very light, airy piano instrumental, and it pairs nicely with a really cool uh, guitar chord. Easy to listen to, not like super in your face, but Washi just comes on and flows over this track very effortlessly. And his bars are very reflective and introspective, kind of describing like how sometimes he feels, at least in the first half of the song, uh, he feels as though he doesn't put enough effort into himself or put himself enough first. I think that's kind of like the message he's kind of coming with here. 
And then the second half, he kind of discusses like coming to terms with him parting ways with some person. It doesn't really specify technically who, but somebody that was important to him. Without this person, he's far from home, quote unquote. And there's this really cool vocal sample that kind of like echoes in the back. It says, it's like, without you. And it just kind of goes throughout the track. It's layered throughout. And I just really have it. It's like a really heartfelt track from him. It's very reminiscent of a track like East Side or Mission Impossible for any of his fans that like know his, his uh, you know, his songs and his discography. If you don't, go check out those songs. We We even previewed Mission Impossible, I think on the episode that we had with him on. So again, just a really solid cut here. And I love what he does with the second verse on this track. He he morphs it into this feeling and more so, like not feeling comfortable where you are. And then he compares it to like him moving out to Boston, which he talked about when he came on the show, moving from, you know, upper east, uh, upper uh, state New York, almost the like, uh, Canadian border. And he compares it to him, like I said, coming to Boston and starting a new life. And that despite everything, that this was kind of the best choice he's made. And one of the lines that I just think just kind of sums this whole thing up really nicely is, uh, if, you want a, to, if you want to find a purpose, then you need to get lost. I think that is just such a nice sentiment coming from Wash. And I agree. I think that when you are at your lowest and you're, 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 you're a moment where you're really searching, I think that's when a lot of times you end up finding it is what you truly desire in life. I think those most reflective moments are the ones that really capture and are most important. And I really, really do think that uh, Washi does a really nice job captivating a feeling on this track. Even though it's a little bit short, I think it's just a really nice preview into what's coming next and also just kind of getting into the head of Washi, uh, which he does so nicely here. So I'm, I was just really, really impressed with him. Wanted to make sure that this track you know, got its due, due diligence and I'm, I'm stoked for the, for the, uh, for the album. And I know that we'll definitely review it, have him on the whole bit. So uh shout out Washi, the homie, uh, keep doing your thing, bro. We, we really appreciate what you're doing for, for Boston. Again, another New York guy, so another guy, not a true Bostonian, but like somebody that we can call our own, you know, we're, we're cool with that. So thanks. Thanks again to Washi. Check, uh, check out any of his stuff. Anybody that hasn't checked him out. The next track I have for you guys is uh, by Just Juice, and it's featuring Lil TJ, and the song is called World Fall Down. Now, it's pretty interesting. So our friend, uh, or actually not my friend, our now associate, our, one of our social media guys, Andrew, uh, met Just Juice when Andrew and I, when we were back in uh, Framingham State back in 20, I want to say maybe 15, and Just Juice is originally from Natick. Where I actually funny, I did my student teaching, so it's kind of interesting. When I was there, it was funny to hear some of the people talk about him, and like the teachers especially, they were like, "Oh yeah, we remember him. Like we we listen to his music now and all that stuff." I don't think he was as big then. Definitely, definitely wasn't uh, as big then as he is now. Like he's been on a song with Logic in the past. I think he has like seven hundred fifty thousand followers. I just saw something on Instagram too. I think he's got something coming with ASAP Ferg, if I'm not mistaken, pretty soon. So Just Juice has done very well for himself, and he can really rap and, and really, really rap. Anyway, so uh, Andrew has this video on his phone, I think, or, or something, or he did, of him freestyling. So uh, definitely a guy we would love to connect with, Just Juice, if you're listening. Uh, you know, we're in the Boston area. If whenever you're back, man, we'd love to chop it up with you, or at least, you know, we'll, we'll keep reviewing your stuff and, and holding it down for you. Not that you really need us to, but anyway, so really cool to kind of, already had that background with just juice and like i said i've you know like i said a student taught in Natick, so it's it it cool to kind of hear from you know the locals really the locals of how they feel about him and, and they love what he's doing and they love the, the message he's coming with and uh this particular track it's mainstream sounding for sure and i know with me um i'm not the biggest you know guy here that i don't love the mainstream it's not really like my thing that i go to a ton this track, though, I really enjoyed a lot. I liked this. There was a nice snapping 808 and some cool snares. Um, but what really sets this song apart, I think, is Just Juice's uh, flow patterns and his delivery. I really, really enjoyed this song a lot for those reasons. I think that the, the beat isn't exactly, like, it's not the most original. But what Just Juice is doing with the track is what really separates it and makes it super original and super memorable to me. 
he enhances the beat using his voice as an instrument, which I think is the biggest thing here. Like the way he kind of just utilizes the auto tune in his voice and he finds some like really nice flow pockets and patterns. And I think the hook is just super catchy. And there's like a nice heavenly vocal sample that like brings a nice cool touch, uh, kind of brings the whole track together. And I'm a big fan of this track. Like the more I listen to this track, the more like comfortable I get with it, the more I enjoy it. I wouldn't just listen to this once and just chalk it up as your, your traditional kind of mainstream rap that you hear nowadays. I like auto tune rap. I definitely, there's definitely more substance here than, than you, than, you know, meets the eye per se and little TJ. So I've had some people with little TJ tell me that they really like his new album that dropped. I, I can't speak on it. I haven't heard it. Uh, it's not really on this, like this type of music is not, or this type of rap I'd say is doesn't really, isn't really, isn't really my pocket, I guess of, of rap per se. I don't, I don't, I don't gravitate towards this kind of rap as much. So Maybe I do need to give the little TJ album a chance and see if I do like it. And I, but I, I will say this about little TJ. Uh, my first little go around with him, I think he adds a much needed like chill vibey verse, and it's a very nice switch up from Juice. Because I think if, if if it was just Juice, no pun intended, if it was just just Juice on this track, I almost feel like it would have been a bit flat. But with little TJ's verse it really adds a lot of flavor to it and a lot of variety and I think it really gives the track another dimension here and so anyway I really like this track a ton and I'm pumped to see what Just Juice does next and uh, you know how he continues to kind of I'm very curious to see if he comes out with something with Ferg again don't quote me on this I don't know if this is going to definitely be the truth or not but it definitely seems to me like he has some big things coming and he definitely has the attention of some like really big artists in the especially in the rap game, um, in the, in, in the industry. So really, really cool to see, you know, what's going to happen from there. And the next track I want to talk about is highs and lows. And this is off of B-Leafs, last project. Uh, and B, like I said, B-Leafs was actually like our first guest speaker. So he's the OG for sure. Uh, and this track features Cereal, who I'm not mistaken is a Lynn rapper. And in my opinion, this is one of the sleeper favorite tracks of mine from the horizon. This is one of Beliefs more like modern sounding tracks and has a very like open atmospheric beat with a nice 808 clap and a very like cool watery keyboard sample. Super chill, it almost sounds like cloud rappy. And Suriel, like my god people. This man can freaking flow. Good shit, man. Like I, I can't wait to hear more from Suriel. And and I did see Beliefs dropped a picture him and I can't remember who else it was but it was him and Suriel in the studio recently and it sounds to me like they're coming out with something new or at least they've recorded something and if that's the case I am so stoked because these two have such nice chemistry and, it, and it's interesting because this is a, a, P, a Beliefs instrumental that's unlike the rest of the instrumentals on that album in my opinion minus maybe like the on cue track but this this man like I said was Suriel he can really flow. He contrasts the lo-fi beat really nicely. He's got some really amazing double-time flows. And he's got great lyricism. Just adds awesome energy to this cut. And uh, like you said, hits this double-time flow on like the second verse that's like wild. Like I don't even want to like just talk about it. I'm just telling people, go listen to it because it's insane. And I think this guy's very underrated, especially not even the Boston rap scene, but just the rap scene in general. I, I don't know how this guy's not bigger. And... Uh, really looking forward to hearing more from him. It sounds to me like we can expect to see some more songs from them soon. So really looking forward to that. So again, B-Leafs off of his brand new, well, not brand new, but new of, for this year, uh, his album, The Horizon. And like I said, Sur featuring Suriel and shout out these guys. I can't wait to see what came of that session that you guys posted about. I, I'm hoping that something comes really soon from you guys because you know, if you guys are listening, I know Beliefs, you probably will, but Serial, if you're listening, man, like keep doing your thing and we'd love to chop it up with you soon because you can really, really flow. And uh, given from your, from your lyricism, you seem like a, like a pretty down to earth dude too. So uh, definitely give that track a, a listen, guys. Uh, the next track, he's a bit bigger of a name, but definitely a um, Boston rapper nonetheless is Michael Christmas. And he just dropped a new EP pretty recently, I want to say. Or maybe it was an album. I can't actually quite remember what 
he's calling it. But either way, it's called Baggy Eyes 2. And this song is called Close My Eyes. And uh, I really like this track a ton too from Michael Christmas. I really kind of first got on to Michael Christmas from Beliefs. And then also a shout out Marcel Stefan, who, bro, you still owe me a goddamn interview, brother. You killed our intro and got to get you on the show soon because you're because you're a good good dude uh this song is smooth it's chill the chorus is catchy it's got some nice soft vocals it's just really easy to listen to and mike just really flows nice over like some really cool jazzy piano production it's got a cool little sax sample in the back uh that kind of comes and goes uh just a really good enjoyable track and i love what michael christmas is doing for the boston music scene and rap in particular, I think he's a name that is again really kind of like overlooked per se, but um, not so much in this area, but to sort of like on a national stage. I hope he he blows up at some point too, because I think he's just very unique, very unique artist, and he can definitely bring a lot to the table. He's super talented. This EP I enjoyed, guys. It's roughly eight songs, twenty five minutes. Got some big names on it, like Trinidad James. Give it, a, give it a shot. I, I think it's really good. Definitely something I would recommend. The song is called, like I said, uh, Close My Eyes. The next track, My Guy. All right, all you guys, if you haven't listened to the uh, to this episode yet, you need to go listen to this episode. Like this man intellectually is just on another level. Just such, he's all about the super positive vibes and just the kind of like, putting good energy out into the world and getting it back. And this man, like, I hope he gets everything that he is is deserving to him and comes to him. And so go listen to this episode that I just dropped. is the one right before this. And uh, it's with Zafir. And I'm going to talk about his na- uh, song, First Name Pablo, off of his latest project, Outlaw, which came in 2018. Anybody that's heard the episode already knows that this is my bump in the whip trap. I, I bumped this heavy in the car driving to work driving to the gym at the gym everything man i i love this track so much it's got a really dope trumpet sample mixed in with some snares and an 808 clap and normally i hate when artists use a siren but for some weird reason this song i think maybe it's just like maybe like there's a sense of urgency behind it i'm not sure but this or maybe just because like first name pablo and then last name escobar is the song that ends outlaw Maybe it just fits the theme. I'm not sure how it fits, but either way, I really love the addition of it. I think it's tasteful. I think he doesn't and he doesn't overdo it, which is really important when you use like that kind of siren. So it's it's risky, in my opinion. I, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it, it pays off here. And this song is just filled with energy, some great lyricism. Again, this is more of a trap beat, but he has lyrics, and that is so important with a trap artist to have lyrics. And I think that, and I'm not, not actually, I'm not going to put him as a trap artist. I think that would be kind of boxing him in a bit. But anybody that hasn't heard the last episode, like I said, with him or any of his music, like I said, I compare to him a little bit more. He's like somewhere in the mix of like a trap grime artist. But he is just, like I said, super, super talented. Like even Washi and I were having like a great conversation about him last time I was hanging out with Washi. And I just really love what Zafir is doing with his music. And I can't wait to see what he does next. Energy is just off the damn charts with this with this man. He's got some nice braggadocious bars, and I love. There's one line here in particular that is just like one of my favorites of his. Uh, in the song, the line goes, uh, "You know you're on your way up when your circle changes from hustlers to earners." And I, I definitely, I definitely vibe with that with that with that sentiment a lot. Zephyr, you are, in my opinion, killing it. Super, super underrated. Go check this man's stuff out. Not just this song, but all his all, all his entire discography. Uh, including Outlaw and then also Athens of America, which shout out Zafir, I slept on hard. Thank you for putting me onto that. The last when you uh, stopped by the show, just keep doing your thing, man. Seriously, not enough good-hearted people in this industry. I feel like like you. Don't take my word for it, guys. Go, like I said, go. I can't stress this enough. Go check out that episode. He drops so many just like mind-blowing gems. In, for life not even just if you want to be an artist just for life and then he gives you just some really cool stories of things he's been through and he the man is very successful so uh check this man out Zafir, first name pablo uh the next track i want to get to is 13 p.m again another guy we've had on the show this song is called darn and uh cool instrumental just wonky jazzy uh smooth really sounds like 
it's coming from a dream, which makes sense because his album that this came off of is called Sleep Talker. So it just fits the vibe really nicely. And there's a nice, really guitar, really great guitar chord. Super tasteful, mixed with a nice hi-hat melody. And then he blends in some nice wavy synths that I think just kind of round out this, the instrumental really nicely. So whether you're just kind of chilling back and enjoying the night or you know waking up early in the morning and you want something just like really easy to listen to definitely go give not only this song but the whole album a listen because uh in 13 p.m like i said uh shout out him another another guy who has just had some really cool anecdotes and just like stories and things to tell uh, go check out that episode if you haven't another guy that i just i loved chopping it up with and that's i think the cool thing about doing this podcast man is getting to talk to so many different people and hearing their perspectives on music and just life and that's been like a really cool thing and and everybody that's been on has been very different in their own unique way 13 p.m when you hear him talk on our show or even just like whatever you you can just tell his mind again is just like somewhere different right than like other people in a good way totally in a good way so uh shout out him he's doing really great things i think he's got a new single out too the name of it right now is escaping me but Please go check that out. Give my man some uh, some some streams his way for sure. He's much deserved as well. Uh, two songs left for you guys. Uh, the next one, I'm going to switch up the vibe a little bit on y'all. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, this band, actually gr- a grunge punk sounding band called Set Fire. Okay, and this song is called Any Place Left. Now, normally this is not the type of music that I would be recommending or even really listening to. And really, I, when I when I will preface this, and I'm 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 gonna try to say I'm unbiased, but I don't know if y'all are gonna believe me or not. But it's the truth. So I know the drummer pretty well. I, I knew a friend of a friend used to hang out way back in the day. My boy Josh Cronin. You owe me an interview as well, bro. So we'll get that done for sure too. Uh, in, in 2020, I can't wait to chop it up with you, and that'll be like a nice different perspective with some different type of music but again like i said more grunge and punk influences sounding like punk rock and i really just enjoy this track for a lot of different reasons believe it or not the female vocalist on this track is amazing she's awesome i mean strong passionate vocals hits some really great pockets especially in the hook and then in the hook as well a male vocalist comes in and i'm not sure who kind of does what i'm still kind of i'm gonna have to talk to josh about this and kind of dig a little bit but whoever does the male vocals that kind of gets paired with her in the hook really nice addition to the song for sure Uh, and there's like a nice little cool like guitar solo even in the hook a bit like it's it's pretty short but it just gives it more flavor it's not a cookie cutter song and i think a lot of artists like bands like this don't have female vocalists so it's really cool and very unique. And again, I don't know how they're not bigger, but I think they play, look, follow them on Instagram, Set Fire Band. They play shows, I think, I guess, everywhere throughout the Boston area. I'm pumped to, to you know, look at them further. And like I said, shout out Josh and his whole band. Would love to get not only Josh, but everybody on the show if, if possible. So anyway, definitely for all you rock fans out there that, you know, like I said, think this is too much of a hip-hop centered, potentially, hip-hop, R&B, soul centered show here you are here it is although no we've had old so they're more alternative so that works and finally last but not least it is hero and again another guy we're going to get on the show really soon uh got to meet him back at one of wash's shows at the sonia um right right next to the middle east uh this was maybe like a month and a half ago or something like that and he performed and he absolutely killed it uh another like it's kind of funny i guess we're starting with a boom bap artist and then we're kind of ending with a boom bap artist which works hero's dope man he's really really dope some of his rapping is just like i said super 90s inspired i can't wait to chop it up with him and talk to him about kind of his influences and kind of where he's been and 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 things like that but this track i'm going to put on this playlist for you guys for this episode is uh, called 60 seconds before mission hill and it's great. So he sample actually he takes three sixty second samples from tracks from the Fuji's, Most Def, and uh, Dr. Dre, and he freestyles over each one and makes it a song. And again, I'm gonna I'm not gonna say any more than that. But I just wanted guys to listen to this thing and take it in for what it is. And it sounds more like a, more like a freestyle than a structural song. But he showcases some amazing lyricism and rhymes, and just like he has such great punchlines throughout. Like Hero is dope. If you like rapity rap, boom bap style rap, this guy is your guy to check out in Boston. Them and EMS for sure. They're like bringing it back to the '90s 
and doing it so well. And it, it's just, it's someone that grew up listening to a lot of 90s rap blows me away. I'm pumped. So that's my local Boston Roundup, guys. And uh, my first one, I can't wait to do more of these. Uh, any submissions, please uh, DM me for sure on, uh, on at Turntable Teachers on Instagram or email us at uh, turntableteachers at gmail.com. And I uh, would love to get through some more you know, submissions with you guys. And that is it for the first half of this episode. We have a very special second half, a, a special show and tell for not only you guys, but for somebody else. And I won't give it away quite yet. But it's going to be pretty awesome, and I can't wait. And I can't wait to have this to jo- have my next guest join me in just in just a few minutes. Before we get to the second half of our show, a word from our local sponsor. The Turntable Teachers Podcast is sponsored by Haven Barber Studio. Fellas, getting your hair cut doesn't have to just be another thing that you have to get done on your to-do list. You also shouldn't have to wait hours upon hours in a waiting room or receive inconsistent grooming services. I've been in this position before and been in many barbershops across the greater Boston and North Shore areas of Mass, and trust me, they all pale in comparison to Haven Barber Studio. Haven Barber Studio is not your typical barbershop. This is not a place to simply get a quick haircut. They believe that getting your haircut shouldn't be considered a chore, but rather an experience that you look forward to. This is a sanctuary for the modern man to come relax, chat, and receive the best grooming services possible along with some of the best hair care and styling products on the market today to make any guy look and feel their best. Log on to HavenBarberStudio.com or follow them on Instagram at HavenBarberStudio to book your next appointment today. That's H-A-V-E-N Barber Studio. And now we're back to the second half of this episode and... I am bringing in good friend of the show who has been on, like I said before, uh, for the Dreamville Revenge of the Dreamers Ooh. three. Yeah, that. So if you haven't listened to that review, gotta give that one a, a, a listen. Agreed, because that one's that one's pretty dope. But uh, yeah, so Pano is back. Hey, Cody. <laughs> so we are here <laughs> to give a show and tell, but it's like not a normal show and tell that you've heard. My co-host, as you, or you know him as Cody, and Cody plays in a band called Bella Flash. He is the, well, now I guess he's the lead singer, or one of the lead singers. Well, I, I would say he's the lead guitarist. And Maybe the lead guitarist. Cheers, but... like, half the, the songs vocally. Yeah. So we saw him a couple of weeks ago, and, uh, <laughs> and, and we're going to give you guys a little bit of a taste of how that show went. And like I said, they're called Bella Flash. And so Cody did a really nice job. I think he was supposed to fill in, I think, for this band originally. Well, so originally, they, their other guitarist, something happened to him, and he hasn't been able to play with them. So Cody's taken over a lot of it, actually. He's like now singing, what, three or four songs, And when originally yeah. he was just there to play the guitar. Right. And you even mentioned to me, too, like I think, because the show was on like a Friday, and you had yeah. told me that like he had to like learn a song like it, and they, they, gave, they dropped it on like on a Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Which so he was so nervous. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. But he did great. Cody, you did awesome. We're, we're about to, we're about to review, you know, so, uh, <laughs> hope you're ready. But, um, I will say this. He looked, he looked damn good in that, uh, in that t-shirt, right? Oh, no, homo. Homo. His, he looked, his muscles, his muscles popping. were popping that night. Right. Popping. And, uh, I will say this. I think what was the song? Light my fuse. Light my fuse. That's the one. That was my favorite one that he did, dude. <laughs> I really thought that, like, he, he, dude, he, Cody can sing. For those people that don't know, and Cody's very humble when he comes on the show. I didn't know. So, like, I mean, I've been hanging out with Cody for years, and I knew he could play the guitar with the best He's of them. Really good guitar player. Like, but very I've good. never like, like, I've heard him sing, but it's it's different when you hear it on a microphone. And I, I was wowed myself. Yeah, he even did like this little like pull away from the mic thing that like yeah. you even talked about like oh um old doing that but they did the kind of when he was trying to hit like the note like you know pulling it back uh, I, I think he just needs a little more life in him though it's the only thing i need a little more like movement while he's up there i think it was because it, this is like it's so new for him i it, think it is you know i think that's I think that's the thing about about why the why he might need a little bit more life and i think he's as he gets his feet wet and does more shows yeah. i think he's gonna get way more comfortable oh definitely but i mean he he was like you could you could tell like the 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 energy changed when like 
he got on the on the vocals. I mean, they and it, he ripped it. I, it he, became he, instantly better. I yeah, mean, he ripped the vocals, man. Like he was awesome. He he had a solo and then sang right after. And yeah, I was like, I, yes. was like I was like, man, this dude. So 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 funny though. So one of the first times I knew Cody, I had a um. I had a, uh, what's it called? A New Year's party. This was last New Year's. Yep. And this was at, back when I was living in Medford. We had a New Year's party. And, and he came with Tank, actually. Yep. <laughs> Shout out, Tank. Tim. <laughs> so, uh, out, oh, my God. So, so Carissa, right? I, we got out of the Uber. And, t- and Tim or Tank, whatever you want to call him. Tank's at the front of McGann's, right? Uh, this is actually a freaking funny story. We get to the very front. And I like dap him up. I'm like, yo, what's up, Tank? And she gets so confused. She thought he was the bouncer. I was oh, like, oh, this man. is Tank. And she's about to be like, yo, how do you know the bouncer? And I'm like, no, 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 no. He's not the bouncer. I, mean, right? I could see it. You see? <laughs> Tank's so a big gets, dude. Yeah. If you didn't get the reason why his nickname is Tank, I mean, he's just. He's, he's, he's a tank. He's a tank. But yeah, so Tank's. He's the man, though. So anyway. Oh, my guy. That's our guy. But like when when Cody just picked up the mic, it became a million yeah. times better. Like I can't even say it enough. I'm not even like, I'm not even saying that because he's my friend. Like it's oh, just, of course, it's just no, the I truth. Don't. Yeah, no, Cody. So so when whenever Cody does does listen to this, like well, first off, surprise. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, he, he but yeah, he has no idea that we're doing this. By the way, he has no idea we're, no we're reviewing his his show. This would be pretty funny. We were originally gonna just like you know make it sound like it wasn't actually about him, but. We're saying, well, fuck it. We'll, 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 we'll just do it. We'll just do it. I guess they they had, they had paid for somebody to record the whole thing. Oh, yeah? So, so I guess I'm like, Cody was telling me, he was like, um, at one point you can just hear me scream, yes, king. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you can hear when you do that, when you said you light my fuse. Did I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I, did, I did scream that at one point. <laughs> And Chris was like, all right, read the room, read the room. Because cause, like, at the very end of that song, I, where everyone was clapping, I was like, you light my fuse, Cody. And, like, everyone's going to get weird vibes from this from this, ep- this part of the episode, oh, I feel like. That's the best part. Yeah, that's funny. But anyway, no, all right, so I didn't even finish my story. So my house, right, New Year's Eve oh, yeah, party, yeah. right? Cody comes over. I don't even know Cody that well yet. Like, I just met him. Because like I said, it was January 1st, right, or whatever, New Year's. Yeah. And I met him, like early November. Yeah. So I've known this dude for, I mean, late, late October. So I've known this, this dude for like this maybe two months. This interesting cat for two right. months. And I had never met Tank before. Oh God. So Tank, all right, I know, I know. So Tank <laughs> comes over and I'm like, oh shit, like this right. dude's a friggin' hilarious, like. I see why. Yeah. And so, uh, Cody at one point in the night, like sees a guitar and he's like, oh, who's guitar? And I think it was either Sam or Ricky's one of the two. Yep. And he picks it up and he starts strumming it and playing it. And then at one point, it was so funny. The whole party just like turned to Cody and Cody was just like playing just like by ear, like random old 90s and 2000s, like throwback jams on the guitar. Oh, yeah. And just like and singing. He's them got too. him. Yeah, it was great. He was playing He's like got Third Eye Blind, like Matchbox 20. Like people were like, yo, Love play it. this. Yo, play that. And he was just like, oh, I don't know if I could play. And then he's like by ear, just like figuring out the chords. Right. And then just like going to town. Everybody like he was like at that point was like the life of the party because like everybody I mean, had like their attention on Cody and this is again like like way later in the night like I'm talking like past past sure. midnight like past when the ball drop whenever like, it was feeling good whenever know? yeah exactly so I don't know if that I don't that doesn't taint the fact that it was still like dope and I'm like damn this dude's mad talented so now he's playing in this band and flourishing in my opinion I think he's like I think he's one of the he's like the bright spot of the band he's, he's the best one in the band he, yeah he's he's fantastic yeah he's so good I mean they're everyone was saying they, it too he's, he's he's amazing they I feel like they all have their bright spots like the like, the dude who put together the band is really talented guitar wise oh absolutely I just super guitar good guitar player I, the I bass think, the bassist is good and but and, and, they just need a little more life in their act they were just I think so they're, they're all too stagnant but I think that's going to come in time, possibly I, I because but they they're so new. I think like I, I think together. Yeah, so. that's true. Um, I just think they need to they just need to hand all the songs to Cody. I just Cody's just got that voice that just hits. Yeah, Cody's our guy. Cody can sing. He he's got sure. it. He's mm-hmm. got it. So shout out Cody. Uh, yeah, light my fuse was definitely like. Oh, and by the way, the other thing I want to say too. These are like they played all original songs, which. That is that is diff like that's awesome. I, yeah, I, I definitely no mess with that. I think that yeah, they did not a single. I kind of wish they mixed in a couple covers. That would have been cool. 
Just like I would have been cool if, to see them if do they, some covers. If they did like five originals and like two covers or something like that, like that would be cool. You mix in a couple songs that gets the crowd going a little bit. Yeah, where yeah. like get some singing along with you. It, it just makes it probably helps them perform too when you're when you're jamming with them. Right, and it gives some like relatability Ver- I think. versus nobody knew a song. But I mean. You, Either way, very impressive. You know what's interesting, though? I thought that even though despite... I know we were, like, kind of front and center because, like, yeah. and we are there for Cody and, like, we wanted to hear, like, what he had to do. Like, you know, we we had never seen him play, like, live like this in oh, a band yeah. before. But it was really interesting to see. I kept looking at the back of, like, where the bar area was and, like, all the other people in the, in the, in the bar. And it seemed like everybody was genu- genuinely, like, enjoying their set. Oh, yeah. It was great. I was yeah, just was like, oh, this is dope. It wasn't, like, just, like, the five or six of us or however many of yeah. us, like, just being like, whoa. Like, everybody legitimately yeah, was, was, like, a, in on it. They, they I was pretty impressed. Fun. So, yeah, Cody, good job, buddy. And, we uh, applaud you. Shout out. We, oh, we definitely applaud you over here. And uh, I just we, wish you caught my lime eye. <laughs> Man's throwing limes at this dude while he's freaking playing like the whole goddamn time. In my defense, I told him I was going <laughs> to. Anyway. Long uh, story. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's a story for another podcast, possibly. Yeah. Like, that's like a, like, like a shed podcast. That's a shed show. That's a shed show. Absolutely. <laughs> so, shout out, Cody. You killed it, dude. Keep doing your thing. Shout out, Bella Flash. We'll be at the thing. next one. Oh, I, we I advise all listeners to come check them out. We'll, uh, Definitely inform you guys when the next show is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll put it up on the Insta- on our Instagram, and we'll uh, definitely, like... I know Cody, like I said, he's very humble about it and very kind of... He doesn't want to talk... Like, I feel like he's not as... Uh, doesn't want to market it so much because he doesn't want to, you know... I don't know. Yeah, I agree. He's, I, he's, he's just, like I said... I, I wonder if it... I, I think it's because um, he doesn't feel like, like... Like, he doesn't have any of, like, his own personal content in the band yet. True. Like this is all True. prior to him joining the band. Joining so, may, it, so maybe that's why. Yeah. And he already told me that he's trying to write a few songs, so... That's awesome. So uh, that's maybe, awesome. maybe he'll be a little more open about it after that. Yeah. Once he actually gets, like, some of his songs like, that he's been Yeah, playing. once it's more personal. Like, yeah. I mean, he's singing somebody else's songs. It, yeah, that's got to be a bit different than, I would say, like singing your own songs that comes yeah. from a different place you know yeah because i mean you're probably more into it when you're like i wrote this well, i i was thoroughly shocked by the way he's saying on a mic yeah light my fuse man that's that's my shit i i i would i if they have to release something like that like as an mp3 or like on yeah they need to record they it. need to record him and release that because that's yeah. like that song is dope i would yeah. like i would listen no, to that um, by cody cody it's a lot of charisma on that on that track from him so how, how'd you like the end of their set the auto tune, yeah, could have probably done without it. I agree. It's a stylistic choice. So, so that the last song for of their set, they basically just one kid throws auto tune on the mic and he basically just says like "thank you" to everyone over and over. And while well, Cody's ripping the guitar, which is definitely awesome, but drummer's doing his thing. Could could have could have gone with a song though. Yeah, maybe a cover. Definitely, yeah. If if any criticism to Bella Flash. Throw in a cover. I think that'd be nice. Last song on the cover. Throw in a cover. I agree. Throw in a cover. Other than that, great and night. And keep Cody because Cody's freaking killing it. So It was a great night. Great night. Uh, glad that we were there. All kidding aside, glad, glad that we were there to support Cody and, and the and Bella Flash band. And we'll be at every every one of their shows going forward, I'm Definitely. sure. Definitely. So anyway. So, Pano, thanks for coming back on the show, man. Anytime. It's, it's, it's great to have you, dude. Hey, when, whenever. Oh, of course. Well, I mean... You're definitely going to be coming. You're going to be actually. You're the first recurring uh, ho, uh, hey, person hey. we've had on. So definitely. Hey. What's uh, so before you before we let you go? I can't let you go without this. What are you uh, What are you listening to lately, dude? Oh, Let's have a little conversation about that. What do you oh, what, what's, I mean, what's What's in the? Uh, uh, I, I know both of us got the chicks tapes bumping. Yo, I gotta say something. So I know I don't have enough to say about this right now, but I will say this about Tory Lanes right now, dude. Chicks Tape 5, I haven't listened to any of the Chicks Tape 4s. Apparently, I, I'm assuming there's four more. Yep. But And you even told me that when we were yep. having a conversation. But So I never heard him do this, but I really think this was an, almost an ingenious thing of, of Tori to do this. The way he sets this up, he does basically, he takes a, a sample from a beat. From like a really old '90s or if 2000s, not the whole beat, or not the whole beat. The only I think the only time he really takes the full beat was I'm like the Jerry Sprunger one, and, like the um, T-Pain, I'm Sprung. There you go, or whatever with Fabo. I'm pretty sure is the whole. That's beat. most of that beat. I, I think there's there's definitely some subtle nuances that are different, 
but that are different than Can't Let You yeah. Go. But even so, like it has the same similar vocal sample and yeah. you know, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, I, I regardless of how he did this, I think this was so creative and like I said, almost borderline genius of Tory Lanez to not only do covers, not even covers, like to sample these 2000s hits like hits yeah, in 90s hits jams that we all knew right, right. they're talking still like, legendary jams right like talking like you know beautiful by snoop dogg um i'm sprung t pain trade it all J- uh, jagged edge and fabulous uh, take you down chris yeah. brown uh what well, was um, well, splash waterfalls ludicrous yeah i could not i couldn't think of that that song for the longest time splash waterfalls yeah. i was off of uh the the um oh my god what, what was um I can't remember that album now do you know do you know the name of the song with trey songs which which songs trey's is no i don't remember oh that's or the or the one with mario is so good that's um i'd cry um yes. i don't i don't know that i'm so remember. bad with names of the song and then he also Originals. said he even sampled pretty ricky yeah, he, which was crazy. Like I was pumped about that. Oh, and then the the Lloyd and Lil Wayne track. So so much good music on. So that. Either way, he he samples a ton of like I said these two thousands, uh, like jams. But only but, not only that, he has the original artist on the actual track with him. That's probably and, the and, coolest and, thing. And, they, and they're and different they, verses. And they're different verses. It's not like it's not like he samples the verse or whatever. They remake the songs. So like for example, he took. For like take you down, he took like the drum from take you down, and only thing he did was just sample a little bit of like Chris Brown's take you down hook in yeah. his hook, and then Chris Brown gives them a brand new verse, and in the beat is different, so the song is completely like in isolation oh, from so the original. Good. So good. I think the, like the only one he does doesn't do that with is Jerry Sprunger. Yeah, T Pain like that one is like super similar, but even so, T Pain's the verse brand, is different. Verse is different. So I, I'm I, I'm with you. I, I'm vibing a, with Chicks. It's a great tape. I'm vibing with Chicks Tape yeah, Five. I I love it. I mean, Tory Lanez is just a he's a very talented artist. Yeah, for sure. For, I think for the people who haven't really checked him out, definitely go back in his in his discography. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of that project. Um, I, I liked that quite a bit. I agree. Uh, what else is What else is in your rotation um, lately? Have you been, checked out the new Dave East album by any chance? <sighs> okay, uh, the, half the, of it. The song alone is. Just my vibe, featuring Jacquees. Oh yeah, or is it? Yeah, oh Jack, Jack, Jacquees, Jacquez, Jacquez, Jacquez whatever however you want to say Jocks, it, something like that. Maybe might be Jocks. Um, so good. I listened to half of this. I got the first I half. I got to like OG, the Rick first, Ross and Dream. the first half of the album because the second half is way better than the first. half. Interesting, because I, I'm sorry, I got I, with, with I like Davies a lot. I, I got through the first half of it, and then. You know, maybe since like oh, I'll have to go back and, and, and kind of re-listen to the whole thing. I think it's because with me, dude, I try to listen to the whole album in a sitting, and I, I think do it's, too. It, and it's too long. It's, it's like an hour and album. twenty minutes, like twenty tracks. I, I'm, I'm getting a little I'm, bit. I'm the type of guy. I want twelve tracks. I yeah, want, I, want, you, I want. I want ten 12 to twelve, tracks. thirty-eight to forty-five minute album. Perfect. I, yes. I want less work, more. Better quality versus quantity, or if it's like a, a compilation like the Dreamville, I can that's, that. different, that's different though because you got so many artists that there's a better chance that you're going to be able to put together a long album that's good versus when it's one artist making a whole project because it's one artist making twenty. That's a it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. And it you're is. gonna, I feel like when you're making twenty songs in one album, it's gonna be very repetitive and. Like you're you're gonna get a lot of the same sound and the same lyrics throughout no, the album. I totally hear you on that, man. And, and I, I also really like at the very end, though. I I, I want to get to Nipsey this track. Hustle. The um the Nipsey yeah the Nipsey Hustle. I love that the marathon continues. Yeah. Did you see what he uh he apparently had a, a verse from Kodak, and apparently Kodak like I, I read somewhere that Kodak that no not diss Nipsey Hustle but said something oh. against like some message with Nipsey Hustle. I don't I, I don't. Don't quote me on the exact thing, yep. but regardless, Kodak did something to piss Dave East off, and it and it had to do with Nipsey Hussle, and he took the Kodak verse off completely. Well, because I mean, of it. he should have. I know, but I'm just saying, like, how, how insane is that? Can't, and now he's going to jail for four years. Can't diss the dead guy. No, not at all. And R- Blueface R- did R- the R- same P. thing. Blueface's manager yeah. went on Hot 97 and was talking like, I mean, I kind of understand his point, but I don't at the same time because he was like, yo, y'all are like, 
calling this man a legend after he died. No one was calling him a legend before then, beforehand. And I felt like, and while that might be true in some breath, I feel like there were, a t- I know a lot of people just in general, just like people, everyday people that I surround myself with that loved Nipsey Hussle uh, before he passed. And I even, was a big being, fan. Yeah. I, I mean. So I don't know what people are I kind personally of about think- that. Victory, Victory Lab should have won Album of the Year last year. You said that. You before I even met you, Cody said that. And I liked Nipsey way back. I listened to like his H Town stuff, like his Crenshaw mixtape, like fir- all those. First time I ever heard him was um, off uh, Childish Gambino's mixtape Royalty. Oh, Black yeah, faces he was on that. Such a good verse. There's this song he samples. I can't. I don't. I, uh, I don't know the exact song now, top of my head, but the song's called "If You Were Mine" and it's off of that Crenshaw mixtape. Yep. That track I used to love. He's I used so to pump that all the time. He, was, he was very underrated. I, I think people. I think that's the word. Pe- I think that's a better word. People. For it. I don't think they're calling him a legend because of his rap career. I think they were calling him a legend because of what he was doing, what he was representing with his career. Like yes. he was using it as a platform to help people and made better the city he grew up in and yes, stuff like that. I completely agree. Where he wasn't necessarily a rap legend. He he was just an underrated artist, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Because it was like I I I read that somewhere actually today, believe it or not, and I was just kind of like, that's a little bit like I said disingenuous to say now that he's dead. Like, I I get I get where he was going with it, but at the same time, it's like, nah, this man was pretty legendary. Like, and, and I know a lot of people that felt that way before he died. I agree, and. Right around that Grammys time. Yeah. So I heard, before the album, I listened to the whole album, I heard that, Sucker Proof, and I heard um, Dedication, and really enjoyed both tracks, but for some reason, like, didn't get to the full album until after we did, like, like our year-end yep. tracks, and then when I saw that the Grammys that he was nominated for, I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I never really gave that a full listen. Like, let me go back and listen to it, and then I bumped it, and I was like, yo, this shit's fire. So and good. then I either wanted him... Or Travis to win. And I was stoked that Nipsey was even mentioned there because I feel like a lot of times an artist like Nipsey yeah. wouldn't be getting the recognition like Definitely. that. So that just goes to show that like for anybody that's saying that he wasn't legendary, yeah, he was up for a Grammy before he died, not after. Yeah. And so if you, any, if you want to say that about anybody, I mean, that's uh... be, they gave Mac Miller the nod, the Grammy nod after. Yep. But Mac Miller was easily a legend anyway, regardless yeah. of what happened. So I just, I don't know. I don't like that sentiment. But um, the Dave East, I got, anyway, so like kind of circling back to Dave East, I, I do want to give the Dave East's track, I mean, excuse me, album a, a listen when I when I kind of have de- a second. Definitely, to with definitely it. get to that song alone. It's okay. Um, they, they do the hook together, and it, it is so cool <laughs> the way they do it. I'm gonna like listen to that like right when we get off here. Um, I got another track you probably, you've definitely listened to it. Stainless. Oh, with Anderson Pack and in, in the game. Yep. Yeah, that track's killer. So, I don't think the game should be on the track. Interesting. I think I think it would be better without the game personally. Huh. I just I feel like the way Pac does that hook. He dude he is he is so talented. Well, he, oh he, is, he might be the best hook artist out there right now. I I think. It's, I I, don't, I can't really sit here and put somebody in, in front of him. I can't think of anybody There's that I would just, want to put in front of him. Like RMP, he had stainless. Like yeah, he was on uh, Giannis. Yep, Freddie Gibbs and Madlib. Yep. He's yeah. been on a bunch of different. He's just hooks. He's, he's got that. He's got that hook voice. Even even his own I, songs, he does really good. Hooks. I just I feel like the way he flowed into the way the game flows just didn't work on that beat. In my opinion, I feel like. Because, I mean, the game's just the same every time. I'm a big game guy, or I used to be back in the day. I feel like I've kind of fallen off him in the last couple like of years. everyone has, though. Um, I just feel like that type of rap and hip-hop is kind of gone. Yeah, I, I, see, I definitely see your like point. Where it's like the same flow, the same, like, hardcore gang-banging guy. Yeah, like, I feel like that's kind of gone out the window. I it's mean, not quite like at the forefront of rap yeah. now. I, 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 to- I totally, I I mean, totally hear you. Hate it or love it will be one of my favorite songs for the rest of my life, no matter what. So total, I, I'll always love the game. Total classic. How we do? How we do? Oh, Fifty Cent. Those were like the good old days, like with with rap for sure, dude. I, how, I how about how about yourself? What have, what have you been? 
Dude, you know what? I've been circulating on a couple of different things right now. Uh, I actually did earlier in this episode before you before you came on. I talked about some Boston local artists I've been I've been feeling lately, and uh, which which is awesome. S- send me those. I will. I will. Definitely. Uh, one of the guys we just had on the show, his name's Zafir. He Zafir. Is, oh, dude, I'm telling you right now. Like, I think you'd like him a lot. I'll like, check him out. Definitely, really talented. Yeah, s- send me some. Uh, It'll all be in the playlist. I'll. Yeah. You, you'll see it. Uh, what I've been listening to a lot lately, believe it or not, I, I want to. I really want to do an episode on this very soon. I'm maybe. Maybe you. Whatever. Have, I'm in. If, if you <laughs> have you watched Rhythm and Flow? Rhythm and Flow now, but dude, I, I can. <laughs> like, like if you want me to I can't if that yeah, means I can come on again I can make sure. that happen uh, there's two artists off Rhythm and Flow three actually that I've been kind of circulating around and listening to lately and again I want to do a full episode on like the whole um, the whole show because I really think that the show is pretty well done for the most part didn't seem really very scripted in, in ways that like a lot of those shows can be this guy named D Smoke D Smoke okay and I don't want to give anything away, like the spoiler alerts for anybody that's like hasn't watched this, the show. This is or whatever. that new show on Netflix. You got it with Cardi B Lynn and Ti and Chance. You got it. I, I I scrolled by and I just didn't watch it. Watch it. Give I it a, give it a listen. I'll, I'll, it's really great. You'll actually. I'm curious to see which artists you might like from it. Yeah, because, I'll check it out. Or just people in general. But this guy D Smoke and I won't give away or anything like that. But so it's weird. Do you know Sir? Yes. He's Sir's brother. Okay. And he's incredibly talented oh, I'll have to check it like, out and they just had a, um, an uh, EP drop like two weeks ago it's called Inglewood High okay it's really really good man give it a I'll shot check it like, out. he's so talented I'll, I'll, I'll tune in to Rhythm and Flow first that's all I want to say about that for right now because again I don't want to give too much away to I don't, spoilers to our listeners like I want to do a legitimate are you, like, are you, are you a Spotify guy? Apple I know um, you're all about the Discover playlists they, but I have the, I used to be an all Apple guy. I I switched to Spotify and the Discover Weekly thing is the best thing I've ever I done. Know, in my I life. know. I've heard. I've people. I mean, that's how Cody found OL. I mean, or OL, excuse me. I, I, that's I that's how that I right. found Dave. And B. then Dave B, who you guys will talk about soon. I'm sure because you, you guys went to that show, yep. right? You and Cody we saw him live, yep. soon. Or no? Oh, well, oh no! You, excuse me. You saw you saw him recently. Yep. Yes, and you'll do the episode soon, yep. right? Oh, this is one other guy from Rhythm and Flow. I want to talk about uh, really quickly, just for the people yep. that Troy Man. Troy Man. And give him a shot yeah, he I'm, he's more. I'm gonna watch Rhythm and Flow, so I'll give him all a shot. Definitely. There's yeah. There's a lot of good artists on that. I mean, we'll see. Like, there's a ton. See, like who you who you come up with, who who you end up yeah, liking. Well, but those are my not spoiler alerts for like when I do my. Well, when we do a full episode on on that, because like I said, at some point I definitely want to like break that sh- whole show down and all the artists and whatnot. And, and for anybody that hasn't watched, uh, I the am show, a rap connoisseur. Yeah. So <laughs> Troy Man, D Smoke, those are the two guys I recommend from that show specifically. Uh, and that's without saying too too much. But either way, uh, what else am I listening to? I've uh, been really bumping a lot of big crit lately, just because I went to that yep. show with Danny recently, yep. which will I think we'll do a show and tell on that one as well. Um, Emotional Oranges dropped another volume. I, I haven't checked it out yet. Really good. Uh, there's some tracks on there that I think are like better than anything they put on the first one. But That's then good. overall, I think I like it better than the first one. But they're st- they still bothering me. There's still like a, a so, couple of tracks on it that are just kind of meh. My, and I felt that way on the first one. So that was kind of when I listened to the first half. Or like the well, first volume well, or whatever. So, or no? Yeah, the first volume. So Cody showed me... I forget which song it was. When whatever the single was off the first volume, and I really liked it. Like I was really into it. So I, was, I think it was either maybe it could be "Hold You Back," I th- "Hold You Back." I think it was. So I was super into it, and so like I was like really looking forward to the tape, and then the tape just didn't do it for me. Interesting. So I just if you didn't if that didn't do it for you, then this one might not do it for it you either. Probably won't. But I, I'm always willing. to... This one's a little, my, actually a little bit more upbeat than the, my, the first one. Um, so, I don't know. In the past couple of months, my music has brought in, though. Like, I've been... Same. I, I would opened my ear to a lot more, like, through that Discover Weekly. I've just found so many new rappers and vibes and stuff that I like to listen to. Well, I like that you... that you. I mean, I know a lot of people probably do that anyway, but I like that you're doing that because, it, like you said, it... it Gives you a lot more different artists to look for and watch out for, and just broadens your perspective well, yeah, in general. Like, of music, now, so. now, me, me, and Cody, and I'm sure you'll like to join these. We're just finding these small artists and we're like, let's go see them live. Like, if they're going to be around, you know, oh, absolutely, let's, let's go see I mean, them at these small venues, and yeah. it's like really personal and like 
you're up close and you're just like you're you're one of a couple hundred and it's just such a cool feeling like well dude i just went to ryan Carveo. do you know who he is no he's another check him out he's freaking awesome okay. dude he's um like a song singer songwriter but can definitely rap yep. too definitely more of like an i don't even know who i guess you had, i'd try to compare him to to like give you like some context but either way uh my buddy washi and i uh, whose rapper has been on the show we went to see him and like Dude, it was sick. He played at Middle East um, upstairs. Yep. There was like almost, I think it was about almost, not even 200 people. I mean like 150, 200 people. We were like right in the front row. Yep. And it was so sick. And he was great. And he played for like an hour and a half. So and like, cool. And you just, you get that really like intimate feel. Like, yeah. And we did that with Logic way back in the day when Logic was, um, you know, back in like 2014. Yeah, we Logic had barely been even a, a thing. And I saw him at Paradise Rock Club. There was like, you know, maybe 200 people there. And now he's selling out like big you know arenas and shows I left and before he came on did you guys really yeah. no way didn't even give him a shot <gasps> <laughs> did you guys really you didn't even stay for a we little left. bit no way jd walked off and we left no shit that's hysterical so how i know you guys are gonna talk about it well, at some point but how was how was jid i mean jid's awesome yeah I and mean, that's the second time i've seen him so when i saw him the first time that was awesome at the sinclair Whew. Dude, you know what? And that's another thing too. Like, I, I would love to see some of these artists at like at small venues. Like, I just saw a big crit at Paradise Rock Club. Oh, YBN's at the Sinclair. Perfect, dude. I can't wait for that. Yeah, you. So Earth, oh, that's Earth Gang at Royale. Okay, so Pano, myself, and we're, we're we are disgusting. Actually, I think for doing this, me, Pano, and Cody have a string of concerts we're seeing in like a week span in February. So it's- so it's Saturday, February 8th, 8th we got Earth Gang. Earth Gang at Royale. And then the Thursday, Thursday is YBN at, at the Sinclair. Sinclair. And then Ripe, who is Saturday. on Saturday the 15th. At the House of Blues. And, uh, which is, dude, that's going to be an amazing week. Yeah. And so it's funny. So much um, fun. My mom actually hit me up. So, so my mom saw she uh, Michael Kiwanaka. She wanted to see him. And you know she knows I'm a big fan yeah. of his. And so she's like, oh, like I'll get those tickets for your birthday or whatever. But unfortunately, like I have a, I have a game that night. Ah. Like, I, like, because I, I yeah. coach, like, so yep. we have a game on Tuesdays and Fridays. Like, <laughs> so, so I would have been, <laughs> if, if I didn't have a game, I would have four <laughs> concerts in like seven days. And I even said that to my mom. I was like, yeah, I guess something else for my birthday. Like, you don't have to do that. It's a lot. That's lot a lot. That's music. a lot. That would have been, yeah, even if I didn't have a game, that would have been a lot of music. Your head would have like, been hurt. Oh my God. Seriously. Especially by the way, he's another one. Mike, uh, Michael Kiw- um, Kiwanaka. He is another one. Check out his album if you haven't. I don't know if you like, like, jazz, blues. I'll give it a shot. Really good, bro. Like I'm, I'm open better to, than better than you'd imagine. So I'm I'm open to trying new things. Yep. Uh, new Earl sweatshirt came out pretty recently that I've been bumping. I haven't listened. Gangstar. I I liked Gangstar. Really good, right? It, it had that old school vibe and that, that like. Did you feel like it wasn't enough Guru? That's that's that I yeah. I walked away from it, and I think it's only because I mean, how much content did Premiere really yeah. have from him yeah. to work off of? Like the only track I I don't think fit very well was the Neo track. I thought yeah. that was odd. It was an odd yep. choice. But besides that, I love. It's loved, funny because so when yeah. when the track with J Cole originally came out, I was like. I don't know how I feel about this. Fits nicely into the into and like, the, disco- I just, uh, the track like, listing though. I it think. just like it took me like five to eight listens to realize how good of a song it was. And J Cole says that's his last feature ever. I doubt it. Me too, but that's what he's claiming. How about you, you see the what he did at um, Day in Vegas? No. The so he was a headliner one night. They, oh, okay. Um, the his backdrop was the cover of the Fall Off. Oh, because he's dropping the new... The, oh, that's right. The but fall-off is coming. People are saying it's his last one. Didn't he say that about the last one, though? No, because he said the fall-off in the last one. No, oh, he did. That's so right. So in 1985... He does say that. He says... Intro to the fall-off, yeah. and it even has that in, yeah, in, yeah. in, in, in... Oh, my God. So this, people are saying that this is his so last one. Some people think it's his last one. That would be severely depressing. That would be depressing. That would be shocking. That would be like one, like a generational It'd artist be, it, w- it would be like... Tom Brady retiring after his third Super Bowl. That's a really good comparison. Like has so much left in the tank, yeah. but it's just gonna like. I agree though. That's a good. That's a good comparison. Good metaphor. Like Tom Brady retiring after his third third Super Bowl. Like Cole's only 34, 35 years old. He's like so he good. has so much left in the tank. But I, I so I I'm a big Joe Budden podcast listener, and they were talking about this, and so what most of them were saying were like. 
rappers don't retire. Like he can come back whenever he wants. Yeah, it's not like yeah, it's but they're not like, like the NFL. But they're like he whatever. he set up such a good platform for himself. He never needs to rap again. Like look, look, look is what look what he's done with Dreamville. Look at look at all the talent he's brought up. He's accrued a lot of talent on that label. In he he maybe he'll just produce music. Maybe he'll just let the label make him money. Who knows? But he has he has the second kid on the way. And people are he like, did mention that on the on sacrifices. Yep. And people maybe like maybe he just maybe he that's just that. want, he wants to be a family guy now. And, and, that's, and that's fine. I mean, nothing, I, wrong, with that. nothing wrong with that at all. This is music. I know. I know. Hey, you never know. Maybe he'll just pop back on Dreamville Four. Oh well, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to. Maybe maybe that's how we'll see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope this is. If not, last. Boss and JID are gonna have to take over. Yeah, Cause is gonna need a much Earth Gang. They're all gonna need bigger roles. Ari Lennox. Ari, Ari, absolutely. All those, all those cats for sure. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, but anyway, Pano, thanks for coming on the show again, buddy. This was this is a lot of fun. We'll have Anytime. you back on again really yeah, soon, whenever you're ready. Oh yeah. So again, Cody, we love you, pal. We had to do it to you. We had to do, we had to do our show and tell for you. I was thoroughly impressed, Cody. Yes, Cody. So good job. We love you. Yeah, we love you a lot over here. Yeah, so I'm 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 pumped to hear what you guys have to say about Jid and, and YBN for sure. Dave, and Dave B. B. So that'll be a good episode too. So guys, be on the lookout for that. Pano and Cody, they're going to be exclusively talking about a couple of shows that they've been to recently. I'll be doing one with Washi pretty soon, I'm sure, with Farai and Carveo and, and Danny when we get the chance to talk about Crit and Rap City. So a lot of good content, guys, we'll, coming. We'll, we'll be back for the February one. And we'll, we will be back for that. That's going to be a fun one. Earth Gang. Yep. YBN and Ripe. That'll be very three very different shows. So that'd be cool to contrast them all and compare them and like yeah. kind of see which ones we like the best. So this is gonna be fun. A couple of months away. Earth Gang's gonna be tough to beat for me because I just love Royale. I know. <laughs> I like House of Blues personally. Know, so that's gonna be. We'll see. But anyway. All right, Pano. Thank you again. I really appreciate Anytime. it. Time. Awesome. And uh, this is Mike with another episode of the Turntable Teachers. And class is dismissed. <laughs>